Welcome to the Betterish Podcast. I'm Angie. And I'm Malin. We can't guarantee this podcast will improve your life, but we hope it will at least make you laugh and think about being better-ish. I really need to share this because it's kind of the elephant in the room I'm regarding so Malin and Mai's relationship. <laughs> it was decades ago, perhaps. <laughs> and Malin and I went to a childhood, not a childhood, scratch. Malin and I went to a girls' summer camp together, but we were in opposing cabins. We were fully clothed around a pool, <laughs> and I, and because Malin was my rival, I pushed her in the pool in her clothes, and she acted so angry and so upset, and she got out of the pool, and she was like, Angie, this was my last clean bra, and now it's wet, <laughs> and she, she do you remember, I remember this? It and so you were like, I, and you were like, I need to borrow a bra. And you and I felt like, oh my gosh, I violated you. Like I felt so bad. And I, of course, I said <laughs> sure. So I went and got you my, you know, quadruple A bra because I'm pretty sure I was 13. And so feeling awful, I gave you a clean bra. And then what did I see in the morning? Um, I hung it from the flagpole. flagpole. <laughs> yep, you had hung my tiny little bra from the flagpole. I remember, like, I just remember, like snippets of that everyone you guys everyone says that that was the worst it was like a summer church camp everyone says it was the worst one they ever went to but I think Angie and I had the best time they created like rules for subsequent camps about pranking but look what we've overcome like we're making a podcast together obviously pranking makes you closer it's funny too though because I've always loved Angie so it's like funny because it was never like malicious it was just like funny we Angie and I have known each other I was trying to think the other day, like, I probably met you when I was eight, and you were probably, like, six, right? Yeah. Like, we've known each other forever. That's more than 20 years. And Angie wow. has never stopped bringing the laughs. There are, like, five people in the world that can make me gut laugh till I have to go to the bathroom, and Angie is one of them. I was going to say, you haven't even, like, I feel like you're the same person you've always been. Well, you're this, obviously the same person you've always been, but you just <laughs> seem so unchanged. Yet you've changed so much. Likewise, Angie. We're yes. just, we just pick right up where we left off. Yes. I love okay. this. I had to get that story out of the way because I just <clears throat> feel like you. the world I'm needs so to know that story. They need the to know. that I hugged okay. your bra. I'm totally over it. But you're also, never borrowing another bra. I would never give you another bra. Your but. bras wouldn't fit me. These are like <laughs> I may monster. or may not still be quadruple A, okay? Like <laughs> No, that was not a disc. Some things really haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's goodness. Fine. Okay, so now we want to just welcome all of you to Betterish the Podcast. Woo-hoo. Angie, do you wanna just tell everyone where this idea came? Okay, like I said, if you listened to our teaser trailer, I told the story about when I called my kids a really mean swear word, and to be honest, I swear like a freaking sailor in my own home, but usually not in front of my kids. Like, they had never heard that word. I called my kids a swear word because I was trying to get our house ready to evacuate for a hurricane, and they were not cooperating. They didn't understand, like, how serious it was. But that was kind of the point. We were evacuating and I was trying to help them stay calm. I didn't want them to know how serious it was. I'm trying to protect oh, their childhood. A hard situation. I know. I was like, I'm trying to protect your childhood, but you need to take this seriously because I'm trying to evacuate our house. But also, don't worry, everything's fine. <laughs> but also, but also, hurricane. <laughs> but also stopping little Oh my god. S word. And so I was acting insane. And when I called them that word, I just like froze, like, oh, I just crossed the line. But they didn't know I crossed any line because they didn't know what that word meant, you know? And so I was like, oh, they were just like, mom has lost her mind. And then I just realized like, they're little. I need to be better. I need to learn how to keep my calm in stressful situations, not take things out on the kids. And I need to do better. And I thought about 
I had thought about doing a podcast for a long time, but I wanted to make sure I did something that was worth my time helping other people. You know what I mean? Like no matter how long I spent on this podcast, it needed to it needed to help me be better. And I'm always in pursuit of becoming better. I love to read parenting books. I read a lot of self-improvement books. I follow Brene Brown on Instagram. Ooh, and Angie. Despite, I know, right? Like, who needs therapy when you have Brene Brown on Instagram? <laughs> so despite all my efforts to become better, like, I still do things like call my kids little shits. And so I don't, I can't even say, like, all this stuff is making me better. But I was like, I'm, like, better-ish. And then I thought... Maybe that's the point. Like, maybe it's just about trying. And maybe we're not better. Maybe we're the same people. Maybe my temper is what it is. But, like, I am better-ish. I can acknowledge it. You know? Like, when my friends tell me that, and when I, like, complain to people, I'm like, I'm not good or, or, you know, I'm I'm doing this horribly. They always tell me that you acknowledge it means that you care and you're not, like, horrible. So I think the fact that you acknowledge it and want to be better-ish, Angie, is so good. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean laugh at me for having a breakdown during the hurricane maybe it'll spark some interest in you learning how to i don't know create an emergency preparedness plan in case you're ever in a hurricane or how to be calm around your kids laugh at me maybe become betterish. i don't know but that's the inspiration for this podcast i love it angie and today we actually have the perfect thing to start off talking about because i feel like it's something that everyone deals with we're talking about the j word <laughs> Jealousy. Jealousy. Oh, Angie, what makes you jealous? Other podcasters. Like, I feel like jealousy is the elephant in the, it's the green, it's the green elephant in the room because nobody wants to, it's so ugly. Nobody Mm -hmm. wants to admit they're jealous of everyone else. We're all like, oh, you look so cute. Oh my gosh. That was such a good podcast. But inside (laughs) we may have feelings of jealousy. And so I thought this is like such a good one to like right out of the bat. This is a pretty significant issue a lot of people deal with, but everybody in and, and nobody wants to admit it. But it's like any other emotion. Like in order to overcome jealousy, you have to admit that you feel that way. If you admit this is a feeling of jealousy, then you can process that feeling. And I honestly mm-hmm. feel like okay, I saw this quote on Instagram on the Good Morning Guru page, and it was like life changing for me. And this is the quote. It said, when you see a trait, behavior, or success in someone else that triggers feelings of jealousy or inadequacy, you're actually recognizing your own capacity for that same success. You are capable of that same magic. Don't let feelings of inadequacy get you down. Allow those feelings to inspire you. Let other people's success motivate you. I love that. That makes me feel powerful because, okay, when I've been thinking this week about what really makes me jealous, like I have some really serious things, but a secret thing that I would never admit to anyone <gasps> is that I want to be an American Ninja Warrior on that TV show. You know those moms? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine me swinging through the air? <laughs> those um, women yes. are so strong. And whenever I watch it, I'm like, I want to do that. But I'm like, I never could. And I realized the other day when we were talking about jealousy, like, that makes me really jealous. But like, it's because I don't feel like I could do it. But like, I should try. Like, why not just try? Right? Yeah. Well, you do identify them. I mean, we talked about this too. I don't feel jealous of people like Steve Jobs, because I don't have the skills that he had. (laughs) I don't feel jealous of my husband, who's a dentist, because I don't have I don't see like that quote. I don't (laughs) I don't recognize my greatness. 
I don't see my own great, like, you know what I mean? Potential in dentistry when I look at him. Like, that's just, that doesn't exist. But when you see that, like, ninja mom, you're a mom too. Like, you can relate to her. Like, oh, she's a mom. Like, and she can do that. Like, initially, we might have those bad feelings. But, like, you are recognizing that, like, you know, she's a mom and she's strong in doing this. Like, you can too. Like, I think that's the aha moment, the aha part of jealousy that really makes jealousy like a springboard into greatness. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh. and I, that's like, so, okay, one more thing about the podcast. I really yeah. want to make it, I really want to make it actionable. Like, I want, I I'm want not going to be on American Ninja Warrior. No, you might. Like, don't <laughs> say that yet. I, I love to teach my kids about okay. like growth mindset. And that's the yet is like the word. They can't say like, I don't let them say, I can't do this. I don't do that. We always have to put yet. Like, or if I'm never, you can't say I'm never. That's not even, you can't say that. But like, I can't be on a Ma- American Ninja <laughs> yet. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe in a few years you'll see me. Yeah, I want people, I want, I want you to listen to this podcast and then I want you to leave with things that you can actually do. So I feel like triggers. I want you to identify the triggers that make you jealous. Who are you jealous of or what? Is it an American Ninja Warrior? Is it someone on Instagram? Is it your neighbor? Is it Who is it? Who or what triggers jealousy and why? Are they doing something you've ever considered doing yourself or are they doing something you already know how to do? I really feel like that's the first step towards turning jealousy into greatness. I I like that, Angie. And I was actually, that reminds me, I have like these levels of jealousy that I always think about. (laughs) Well, maybe you're the same. I feel like with age, it's gone away a lot. Like I, I can see other people and I always tell my kids, like when we see someone having a happy moment, let them enjoy their moment. Don't ruin it by being jealous of them. Like an example would be like at a birthday party when kids are getting all the surprises or when someone at school wins an award. Don't be grumpy. Don't ruin their moment because because you're having a rough moment. Let your moment's coming. You'll have your minute. But um but I feel that I have like different levels of jealousy in my life now. I feel I always call it happy jealousy. Like um an example would be uh, last week, my friend Kelsey was on a trip to Hawaii with her husband. Like, yeah. No kids, just dreamy shoot. Oh, I was like, send me all your lucky, pictures. Kelsey. And it sounded like heaven, and it looked like heaven, and so much fun. But I wasn't at home like, oh my gosh, Kelsey. Like, look at all those waterfalls. I was so happy for her. Like, yeah. I, of course, like, who wouldn't want to be there? But also, like, I'm so happy for her. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then there's, like, little jealousies, too, of, like, I could be like, you guys... Angie has the prettiest hair. I could be like, Angie has the prettiest (laughs) hair. I'm jealous. But it's not like a destructive, like, malicious jealousy inside of me. But then there are those things that are like, I call it like destructive, malicious (laughs) jealousy that like really get under my skin. And I think it's like no one likes to admit that that happens to them, but it happens to everybody. Like you were saying, like some podcasters make you jealous. I get jealous by um, successful women's careers. That's a super huge trigger for me. Um, but I think you're right. Like just realizing that we have the potential and turning those feelings into action. Yeah. Like I like that phrase destructive jealousy because mm-hmm. the antonym for destructive is constructive, right? Like turn mm-hmm. your destructive jealousy into constructive jealousy and then use that to springboard yourself into, you know, your own career, your greatness, own, your own education of that skill, your own greatness. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes. I mean, you can at least become better-ish at what that person is doing. Like, well, then you can just, like, start doing push-ups, and then you can get, like... <laughs> you might not become an American Ninja right. Warrior, but, like, you'll get fit-ish. But I can do a you couple push-ups-ish. <laughs> That's so Literally, funny. like... I'm not staying, like, and let's I know, be you're honest. Serious. Like, I know, I'll try it. This Angie. podcast I will. might try. never make it. Like, yeah, I've been jealous of pet podcasters because I think, like, I have stuff to contribute. Like, I can set up equipment and do this, but, like, maybe not to their level. Like, But that's all right. And not, yeah, and I think that's part of it, too. Like, that's the Betterish podcast. Like, we're not saying this is life's a competition. You need to go out and be as good or better than everyone else. But, like, you have the capacity to do that, too. Do it. And right? that actually, so... This is something that has really helped me, like, contain my jealousy, and it's gratitude. I feel like gratitude is the antidote to entitlement. I think I read that in a parenting book, actually. That like, sounds I super raise, smart, Angie. I know. I, did, that's how, I'm, I, I read that somewhere. Well, Don't Angie. quote me. <laughs> Mind blown. So I feel like jealousy and entitlement are sometimes hand in hand. Like, jealousy can manifest itself in feelings of entitlement. Like, you deserve that trip to Hawaii. Like... You deserve to be on American Ninja Warrior. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then there's this awesome quote. I saw it on the Freckle Fox Instagram. I don't know who it originally came from, but it said, ships don't sink because of the water around them. Ships sink because of the water that gets inside them. Don't let what's happening around you get inside you and weigh you down. I feel like that goes mm, hand in hand with what you're saying. I like, like that. That's destructive. Obviously, sinking, a ship sinking is destructive, <laughs> but you don't have to let it inside. Like, do what you can control. And I feel like a good way to discover your own skills, like what you are good at, is through service. Because most of the skills I've developed or the things I've been successful at started with endeavors that were meant to like help somebody else, serve somebody else, like make a meal for somebody else. And then I realized, oh, I'm good at making this pasta dish. So doing something with no expectation of reward has built my confidence because the validation was internal. It didn't come from likes on Instagram. It didn't come from money or recognition. It went from seeing that something I did made a difference to someone else. I'm good at this because it made their life better. And when that confidence comes from within and it's not from an external, you know, any external place, a person saying you're good or likes on Instagram, then it's going to last through ups and downs. You know what I mean? I love that, Angie. So I really feel like if you can get that unshakable confidence and I feel like we can do a whole episode on confidence and low self-confidence I think they go hand on hand like jealousy Mm -hmm. is a symptom or they're both it's a cycle you know what I mean like you're jealous then you have low self-confidence and that makes you more jealous but I feel like when you come you develop those you see those skills in someone else and then don't do it just to compete don't do it to become better than them just do it for yourself like I want to become a better ish mom (laughs) so I don't swear at my kids but then that worth is inside me like I realized like I'm born with this worth it's not unchanged it you know it doesn't matter what people on Instagram say about it it's just me you were born as great as you'll ever be like you are great and I feel like too there's always going to be somebody that's better than you at like at no matter what you're trying to do in your life there's always going to be someone that's better at it and so just try your best start small and like look at what we've done with this podcast Angie like wanting to be podcasters and then like we made this like we did this we figured it out right yeah like you got to just start small and work your way up and I think the only thing now I'm jealous of with podcasters is the ones with British accents that would just make us like legit but we're from Idaho it's true I mean I do a pretty good British accent but you know 
you're your best you and my best <laughs> British accent is not as good as a genuine British accent so I'm not going to do one very often but once in a while I'll attempt chap I love oh, it oh chap I will in my old chap from Idaho my British accent always turns into like <laughs> southern like swamp monster what <laughs> one day I'll show you one day okay. I can't okay. do it right now one okay. day I'll surprise okay. you too much too much I like that, though. I feel like Marie Forleo had this really good quote, or she, it's kind of like a movement. You've probably seen this everywhere. Create before you consume. Mm -hmm. Just how social media can make you jealous. And exactly, everyone posts their wins. They post, like, the the end result, but they don't post the journey. You don't see other people's journey. You see, you know, people who have these big marketing teams. And so I had an example. I was just thinking of, like, photography. Like, you may study and be such a good photographer, and then start your Instagram page now and compare yourself to, you know, someone who's hired a marketing team or whatever, and they have tons of likes, and and, and that can ruin your self-esteem, and that sucks, because mm -hmm. your photography can be just as good as theirs. Your pictures can be so beautiful, and you mm -hmm. may have thought they were beautiful until you saw someone else's pictures who have a lot of likes, you know what I mean? Right. And so, but I feel like it's comparing apples to oranges, so I feel like it's really important, especially if you're trying to overcome jealousy, to get off social media or create before you consume. Like, you're not going to overcome jealousy by consuming other people's wins. You're going to overcome jealousy by building your own skills and and becoming confident yourself, like serving others, developing those skills through service or, you know, block out your schedule, you know, identify your triggers. What are you triggered? Is it by a really good blogger because you're good at writing? Then you need to block out time in your schedule to write. Is it podcasting? Then you need to block out time in your schedule to research podcasting or to raise money for your equipment. Is it, you know, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you need to do something about it, but you need to get off social media because that's where we share our wins and it's not where we, sh you know, unfortunately, it's not where everyone shares their journey. But Amy Porterfield, who I love so freaking much, said, and this quote also inspired this podcast. She said, there are people less qualified than you doing the things you want to do simply because they decided to believe in themselves, period. And I was like, I like bam, that one. I don't know what experience these podcasters have. Podcasting is a new thing for everyone. I have no idea. But if I just sit here and assume everybody is has this innate skill for podcasting that they were born <laughs> with, that I wasn't born with, then I'm never going to get off my butt and try it, you know? Right. You know what? That actually reminds me. This is a funny thing. I always think about this when the Olympics comes on because everyone's like, you know, so-and-so is the fastest in the world. They're the best in the world. And I'm like, well, maybe we're just – they're the only ones we know about. Like, what if there's, like, someone, like, in Norway – what do people in Norway do? Ski? What if <laughs> I don't yeah. know anything about Norway, but say there's a Norwegian skier who just doesn't have the money to like get to the Olympics. So we don't know if they're the greatest in the world. Like, I think people there's people that are less qualified than you doing the things they want to do because they went out and believed in themselves. Like, you don't yeah. have to be the best all the time and, and get to that that spot of like mass recognition. You should just find like peace and joy and just enjoying the journey and doing the thing for you you don't have to post it exactly. online it doesn't have to be seen and I would encourage people a few months ago I actually um muted like I felt bad on following because I just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings yeah but I muted a lot of accounts because they were just hurtful to me just yeah and I hated feeling that way it was just super like pretty girls that just like had what seemed like everything in the world things that I wanted and didn't have or just 
they were just so cool and put together and I'm like a little homeless troll over here and so I just muted them and every once in a while I check in but I notice that whenever I check in it hurts my heart and they're just they're natural feelings that I try to work through but I mean it happens to everyone right yeah for sure like I feel like if me and my husband are not on the same page or something and I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see someone on a you know I don't know a couple's retreat and they're doing so great like that I'm bugged by that I'm bummed by that like oh they have a great marriage and that's when and and sometimes it's specific areas of my life that I need to unfollow on social media I need to stop consuming I need to create before I consume I need to go create better feelings a better vibe with my husband before I consume someone else's perfect marriage because that's only going to create worse feelings towards my own you know in my own marriage Mm -hmm. so you can apply that quote to anything if it's me being out of sync with my husband then me consuming you know other people's highlights is not going it's it's only going to make my jealousy worse it's only going to worsen my situation mm-hmm. so whatever is triggering your jealousy you need to unfollow those accounts or mute them and go work on it and do it for you don't do it so you can then post a picture like oh me and my husband went through a really hard time but we're doing better now no do it <laughs> you know do that's another really important one i think develop a skill that you are never that you're not going to share about on social media. Oh, I like that, Angie. <gasps> because then it's for you. Yeah. And I'm then use ask it. You what you're gonna do? What are you gonna develop? You don't have to share. It. Can you just tell us? But then, like, you don't have to share it. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I don't know. I haven't that. decided. Maybe cooking. I really not very like good at that. cooking. But I want to be good at cooking because I do. <laughs> I'd always do volunteer to bring meals to like friends who have babies or like move. <laughs> But then I'm like, oh, sh- oh, I almost swore. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, darn. I'm not a very good cook. But I'm sure they'll appreciate the gesture. And then right. I make them a meal that I think is good because I've made it forever. But I don't know any different because it's not like they're going to be like, oh, that wasn't very this good. Horrible. <laughs> a gift card would be great next time, you know? <laughs> and so I'm like, you know what? I want to learn. I, I want to develop that skill, not so I can take pictures of my food and see how many likes I get, because you can't taste it through Instagram. I want to develop that skill so that I can use it to serve others and be confident that I'm giving them something that they're really going to appreciate because they don't want to cook and they're out of the hospital and they want something that tastes good. And I don't really think I do that right now. So I would love to develop that skill. I so, love that. That's a good... That's you a may good never hear about this everybody. again, but ask my neighbors. <laughs> but Angie will be working on it. Ask everyone yep. Angie knows that goes to the hospital. Yes. Um, my, I have another question for you. How do you teach your kids to overcome these feelings like our kids usually aren't on like our young kids aren't on social media but they deal with this at school and just the other day I was with Briley who's almost 11 we were picking out school clothes and um, I had her go to h&m.com and she was looking at the photos and I just I walked past and real quick she didn't say anything or do anything but I walked past and I'm like you know these are photoshopped right I'm like that's not what people really look like like those kids like that's you know that's not always real what you see there and she was like, oh, yeah, mom, like, I know. But it just, like, dawned on me all the time. Like, I just need to, like, I don't know. I don't remember being super jealous growing up or, like, struggling. in the way- Well, I feel like today, too, it's, like, in front of kids all the time. Like, yeah, I didn't grow up when with, like, the internet. I mean, I'm not, like, that old, but, like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you, how do you teach your kids to not have jealous feelings or how to cope with those feelings? I've always tried to teach my kids that we clap for our friends. We use that phrase all the time. We clap for our friends. When they do a good job, we clap for our friends. If we go to their dance recital or they do something well, we clap for them. And that helps her acknowledge their accomplishments without, like, even thinking about what she can possibly do. Right. Actually, it was a, a, 
it was at a STEAM competition. She was on a team, but there were like tons of kids there from other schools. And she got, her team got like second place, but a girl from her class who wasn't on her team, they competed in a completely different subject, got first place. And we clapped for her and I talked to, and she won second place and she was bummed about that. And I said, that has nothing to do with you. Like she did great. That mm-hmm. team killed it. They did such a good job. We clap for our friends, clap for our friends. We're so happy for her. And we talked about how we want people to clap for us. Don't you want her to clap for you? I said, what if everyone in this audience sat there with their arms folded and was like, well, I only got second place and nobody clapped for you. How would you feel? Use empathy. I think that's important. Use empathy and clap for your friends. Treat them how you want to be treated. Celebrate other people. So we, that. we emphasize that. I like that. I was thinking too, I, it's good to bring up these things. I think even like unsolicited before the kids even come to us with these things. Like the other day I've talked to Ellie, uh, Ellie is seven ish. Um, I talked to her about feeling jealous about something. I can't remember what exactly, but I, like a few months ago, she came home from school one day, just super upset. And I sat her down and I was like, Hey, like what's going on? What's wrong? And she was like, it's just stupid. Cause I know I'm just jealous. I know that. And I know that it's not right to feel that way. Like, I just, I love that she, like, it was fine to feel that way. I don't, like, not allow my children to feel jealousy. But just the fact that she recognized that that was the emotion that she felt and realized that it, she didn't need to feel that way, you know? Yeah, acceptance. Good. I think it's good to just teach them from a super young age that it's normal to yeah. feel that way. But then we clap for our friends. I Awa- like that. Awareness of jealousy at a young age. That's so important. That will help them so much in life. Also, okay, I have a quote here, Angie, that I wanted to read before we go. It says, it's by Mark Groves Mm -hmm. um, at Create the Love. He says, while you're busy complaining, they're crushing it. Take all that energy that you are using to stay stuck and focusing on other people's baggage and start cleaning up your own life. I promise you that one day someone will complain how easy it came to you and you'll know that it took this realization and courage to begin. (sighs) Mic drop. We got to stop complaining, go out there and crush it and teach our children too that they are so capable and that they don't always have to do things for recognition. Yes. And to just be happy and be better-ish, right? Yep. Focus on living your own best life or at least making tomorrow better-ish than it was the day before and you'll be set. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We truly consider you part of our Betterish gang. We would love to hear your thoughts about this week's episode. So email us at betterish.podcast at gmail.com or message and tag us on Instagram at betterish.podcast. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and make it real good because we might just share it here on our next episode and bonus points if you share the Betterish podcast with all your friends.